What day is it? Please tell me what day it is. <laughs> Matt, is it Friday? It is Friday. It's, it's as they call it, it's podcast day, mate. It is. It's the IGN UK podcast. I'm here with Matt. Hello. Hello. I'm here with Jesse. <laughs> hey there. <laughs> Dale's going technically... to in again. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm here. That's enough from you. Quiet down. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you say oh. you're here. Technically, we're not, we're not actually with each other. Again, it's another no. day where we're isolated. We are isolated. We are remote. If my internet drops, I apologise. I've been having slight issues. If I go robotic, it's not out of choice. I would love to be a robot. <laughs> Because then I couldn't catch viruses. Um, well, you can. <laughs> I mean, you Computers can. Computers can, yeah. can't they? There you go. Um, there was a big game that came out this week. Mm. But first, the biggest news of all. For the first time in seven months since it was erected in the back of my garden, I visited my <laughs> shed. Wow. What's your What's your review in progress so far? It's a very nice shed. So it surprised mm. me a bit. I heard rumours when it was first installed that <laughs> this was going to be that this was going to be a part of it. But not until I saw it with my own eyes did I believe that. Yes, in fact, two thirds of the shed is just a nice sitting area with like two nice soft chairs in, a table, and a candle, and wow. it's probably a nice place to sit, which I may do at some point over the weekend. One third of it is a normal shed with tools. But um, do you know what? Maybe I'll make the podcast farm actually a picture of my shed. Because that's what gets the clicks. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to see, actually. That we can't good. go to... Did you used to do that thing when you were a kid? If you went to, like, home base or B&Q, you'd just run around and go in all the sheds when you were, like, a kid <laughs> and just see what they were all like. I used to do that all the time. Like, not, if my parents really, needed to be something, If they needed something from home base, I'd just go and just, like, run in all the different sheds and see which one I'd like as my house. Exciting childhood you had yeah. there. Well, now I'm the complete opposite. I haven't been in a shed in in months. Uh, A lot of you you change as you grow up, you know. It's mad. I do. Uh, Do you know what else has changed a lot? The Half Life series. It's now in virtual reality. Unbelievable! What will they do? What will they do next? Um, I'm going a little bit mad. Are you selling Um, this game on QVC? Because that's what it sounds like, mate. um, Well, do you know what? I reckon I could do a good job on that. Would you buy things from me? No. No, not in the I'm not selling. Um, (laughs) You, Matt and Jesse, you've both been playing a new Half-Life game for the first time in 13 years. Did you think you'd ever see this day? Yes. Oh, okay. Absolutely. You're supposed to say no, that's more dramatic. (laughs) No. I mean, for a long time I didn't. Like, it felt like Half-Life was gone for good. But it turns Mm. out it wasn't, and it's back. And arguably, Cardi, it's better than ever. Oh, what a lovely little phrase to put on a box. You could be on QVC as well if you want. I know, right? We could we yeah. could join together be the, the games half hour. Um, how far through are both of you? I feel like I'm almost halfway from what I've played. I've put about, I think, six or five hours into it now. Um, sure. What about you, Matt? I think I'm a little further. I am on a, on a mission called Jeff, which... <laughs> what a great name for him. I know. If, if you go on uh, on IGN.com uh, at the moment, I believe Tom Marks has written a very nice piece about uh, Jeff, who is uh, a character who I won't spoil for anyone, but that's a treat when you get there. So nice. yeah, I think I'm, I'm, that's probably just, a, a, that, that's chapter seven, I think, out of 11. Right, okay. So I'm sort of veering towards the final third. And yeah, so far what I've played has been incredibly impressive. 
Mm. Is it what is so? There's obviously a lot to unpack with it. Like, I want to play it. Obviously, I can't. I was planning on giving it a little go in the office. That's not going to happen <laughs> anytime soon. Um, is it along with being obviously an incredible piece of just development and all the physics and everything? Is the actual Half Life story living up to what you'd want? Yeah, yeah, very much so cool. for me. I don't know, Jesse. Yeah. How do you feel about it? Um, I mean, just being able to, aside from like you know, key story points that happen as you play through the game, just being able to go through City Seventeen again and experience the story within like a more realized version of City Seventeen is fantastic. Because you know, you're playing through half, you were playing through Half Life Two right now, um, or a little while back. So you, you've seen what City Seventeen looks like, you know, back in what two thousand and four. But playing through it now, it's everything sticks out so much more. Like you know, the post-Soviet architecture, it feels like feels really dishonored and i didn't oh, i wasn't so, really anticipating that to be fair uh, that's interesting that you feel that jesse because i actually think it's very like dishonored yeah, um, yeah and there's for several reasons that so a uh victor antonov i think was the original designer of city 17 he's the guy that designed right. Dunwall. oh okay so, you, so now, now, so now it all makes a, sense there is a link in the art style but the way that i found a feeling of dishonored is so basically, because it's in VR, it's not as fast as a traditional Half-Life game. Like, Half-Life is yeah. actually a really fast shooter. Oh, no, um, absolutely. Lots, yeah, lots of enemies. Um, Gordon actually moves really, really quickly, and there's a lot of, like, you know, gangs of enemies and hot-swapping between weapons and stuff like that. In VR, you can't do that, because when you are the controller, <laughs> you're just nowhere near as fast as you can be with, like, a mouse and keyboard or a controller. Yeah, absolutely. So... Um, but what that means is the way that kind of the environments are designed. There's a lot more, like there's a lot more details through things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For what I've seen which there's a lot more cover, which you'd never really use in Half Life before. It seems more of a cover shooter from the bits I've seen. Well, yeah, because sort of like it's it's one of these that like it, Cardi. I know you've played a bit of VR, so you might understand mm. a bit of this. But like actual gunfights in vr are relatively sort of frightening compared to what they are in normal <laughs> games because uh, I really oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> but like you haven't fought the combine in, in i VR have not yet. Yet. Uh, they are like and so that's the thing like when we've been playing half-life 2 what mm. like uh, a pack of like eight or nine combine is not it's, a abs- it's an absolute joke and that's what i encountered when i'm playing it like in my head you know i've finished half-life 2 many times and you know combine zombies head crabs and stuff they're all a joke in the game because you're sprinting past them you know just shooting them quickly but in vr it's it's like now it's serious Z- now you're the act- joke <laughs> basically because zombies yeah. are actually scary in this game now and mm-hmm. especially head crabs when they jump at you and combine you know they're they're not yeah. a joke i don't anymore, want though. anything jumping at my face it's not what well, i mean you're gonna you're gonna have a lot have of that to. yeah but <laughs> well, the thing is is like maybe i won't when you go up against like combine, there normally only be two or three of them because actually taking on two or three is quite difficult. When you've got to do all the shooting, you've got to effectively run around your bedroom or office or wherever you've got it set up, hiding behind pretend bits of cover, <laughs> yeah. like reloading actual guns where you have to like pull magazines out of a backpack, slide them into mm. the gun, pull back like the slider. I would love to watch you play in this game. Just set up a webcam for 10 minutes, please. I've got tons I'll, of footage. Last <laughs> thing, it's but, not something you, you think about when you're playing a game because, you know, once you empty that clip, the game's either going to reload for you or you have to press a button. In VR, it's something you have to actually think about. So when I'm playing, I'm counting mm. the amount of bullets I have so I know I have to reload after I shoot this or how many enemies there are. There's just 
that's a lot to deal with. <laughs> Those gravity gloves look very, very fun. And that yeah. does so get well. around a lot of the issue of having to do those movements and you don't really have to bend do you because you can just pick up everything by looking at it kind of yeah essentially yeah there's some really fun bits where so for example um you know uh, like uh laser trip wires are a staple of half-life um mm. and you've played a mission i know we were playing a mission not too long ago in half-life 2 where there were a load of them well Ooh, yeah. in alex in alex you can disarm them but there is a, a an interesting feeling of literally like crouching down in real life to get to a tripwire that's at sort of ankle height and using a tool to very very carefully defuse it like you do get that weird mission impossible vibe of it's like one (laughs) one miss sort of movement with my hands and i'll Mm. blow myself up yeah Mm. it's got that to it but yeah sort of like if you're picking up individual things and this is why i say it reminds me a bit of dishonored is in dishonored like every cupboard is potentially hiding a secret, potentially has something that you can use. And that's exactly the same in Half-Life. Like, the actual environments aren't anywhere near as big as a classic Half-Life game. So, for example, like, you know how Nova Prospect or Black Mesa is? It's massive and it's endless corridors that loop around and maze together. In Half-Life Alex, like, you're in much more realistically sized buildings... So, like, yeah, the biggest the one I've been in is probably a hotel, which I think is probably what you're doing at the moment, Jesse. Yeah, and that's fairly tiny. It made me realise as well that, like, the games that we play on console and PC and stuff, when you think you're in a realistic environment, usually it's not really double the size of what it should be in real life. But when you're playing a game in VR, it's often scaled properly. Yeah. So it's a lot It's a lot more tight, and it's actually made me realise that that's how a lot of games are designed, is that they're yeah, all, like, usually because... doubled up. Yeah, yeah, it's because, like, you need so much more space because there's a lot more enemies in normal games and, like, you move a lot faster than real people do. But when you're in VR yeah. and you have to have the realistic constraints, but it does mean that every room in Alex is filled with so much more than a normal Half-Life game would be. So it sounds really boring when I try to explain to you that, like, quite a lot of the joy from Half-Life is scrabbling through cupboards and, and opening yeah. things and seeing what's inside. Well, I saw... A good. There was a great quote from I think it was Tom's piece you were talking about that I think Chapter Seven of Alex has more physics objects than the whole of Half Life Two. Yeah, really, which is insane. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's honestly not surprising. The thing that it does so well okay. though is the fact that everything, fe- despite the fact that nothing has weight, everything feels like it should do. So it's like what I, I tend to do a lot of is going up to doors and pushing them open with like the the barrel of my pistol. Yeah, same. And like the like the <laughs> so the resistance that that door offers up <laughs> feels like it's genuinely got the weight of a door and if I pick up a cardboard box and chuck it over my shoulder, the mm. way that the physics in game work, it makes it feel light like a cardboard box. Well, that's what I was going to ask cuz how does throwing grenades feel because I've often uh, that's the one thing in VR games like throwing things never feels right to me. Yeah, it, it, I, I feel like it works. It, it works well in Alex, and I don't know if it's the case that like maybe it's just really easy to throw grenades in Alex. But I feel like there there might be some kind of auto aim or something when it comes to grenades. Like I've never really missed a throw, and I don't know if that's because the game knows that throwing isn't particularly easy in VR anyway. But you so, are a gold medal shot putter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously. Uh, I agree with you, Cardi, on that, like, in general, I hate throwing things in VR because it just doesn't work. It's, I mean, Jesse might be right in that there's a certain amount of auto-help. I just genuinely think that because Valve have limitless budget, basically, 
they've just made an incredible physics engine which works mm-hmm. in yeah. VR. Um, because it's like, so I was playing a section, well, in Chapter 7 at the moment, like as I said, there are a lot of physics elements. But the one of the areas I was in was just full of vodka bottles. So I just started playing baseball in there. Like I was using a plank and chucking the bottles in the air and bashing them across the room. And like, if that works in VR, you can do that with head crabs as well. That's quite funny. I've done like a, a hammer throw with a head crab. That's fun. Threw it through a window. Um, but yeah, like it all works as it should do, which is yeah. that on top of what is genuinely, I'd say it's slightly more survival horror than what traditional Half-Life is because it to, to allow you to deal with a slightly slower pace. Yeah. Um, the world, have, have all of you watched um, Annihilation? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. So because you're seeing City 17 from a slightly different perspective that Gordon does, you're seeing sort of like how all the the elements from the planet Zen have started to infiltrate, like, Earth. And it's got a real, like, that... You know how in in Annihilation you've got, like, those corpses that have sort of, like, weirdly mutated into the wall with all the flora over them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's an awful lot of that, which is incredible to see in what I honestly think might be the most realistic game-looking game I've ever played. There's something about Source 2's texture work... Yeah. It's so understated that you just forget that it's graphics. It just yeah. sort of feels real until the physics slightly glitch out. Like, I yeah. did have a yeah. head crab that got stuck on a toilet handle, and as I was pulling <laughs> it off the toilet, just the entire system broke down and smashed through the pan. <laughs> it's like, okay, when you've got the occasional little glitches, because it's VR, I think it takes you out of the game more than what a normal game would. Yeah. But considering 97% of the time, it's just this incredible, properly weighted, scary, full-on mm-hmm. Half-Life game that's actually adding stuff to the Half-Life world. Yeah. Like, I, I, it does sound incredible, but the thing after you saying all the things you've been doing, the kind of thing I just want now is just Valve to make a massive warehouse room full of stuff I can just chuck around and smash. Well, I think they've just made, like a, a, they, smash they made room. a demo. That's what I want. Yeah, that I, I like swear the they lab. made a demo. Yeah, yeah, they have made that, and you can just do that already. Yeah. Well, I don't have the Valve Index, so that's where I'm going. <laughs> but we, that's that's the weird thing as well. A lot of people saying, "Oh, I can't get into Half Life, Alex, because I don't have a Valve Index and because I don't have this huge room." You can get into it like relatively. I mean, not cheap, but you know, you can get a, a Rift S and actually experience Half Life, Alex at its full potential, minus you know the uh, index controller where you have like control over your fingers individually and such. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still approachable to get into mm. VR. Yeah, so I think if I you've got a PC, venture. yeah, if you've got a PC that that will run like relatively modern games, and you get as as Jesse says, probably the the Rift S is the best value. I've got a, a, a Quest, which is obviously that you can play stuff without the need for a PC. But for Alex, you do need a PC. And then I've got about a meter squared in my room that I play in. Um, but you can play it completely sitting down if you don't have that space. And there are elements that i sort of wish i got a bit more space because uh in my meter what i like to do is like if i'm approaching doors it does feel quite fun to actually walk through the door rather than using the analog stick to walk through it and that yeah allows you just that little bit extra magic and that makes me wish like oh i wish i got an entire room so i could explore Mm. entire rooms but so in general it doesn't we do yeah if we do get half-life two episode three or half-life three whatever it'll be yeah 
Um, that wasn't meant to be a little poem. Um, <laughs> would you want it to be in VR, or would you feel do you feel it'd be weird for them to go back to a non-VR Half-Life game now? I mean, that's the thing. Like the way Valve, you know, go about designing games. They only they only want to make a Half-Life game when there's something to innovate on. And since mm-hmm. Half-Life Alex has pushed the boat for VR games, like how else will they innovate when it comes to Half-Life? You know, three or Episode Three. Um, whether it would be like a traditional first-person shooter, as was Half-Life 2. Um, I just want to see more of the Source 2 engine. That's 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 what I oh, want, really. Imagine Portal 3 in VR. Well, they've said that, that would, they won't oh, do Portal in VR because the momentum's Yeah, that, that would make people sick. <laughs> yeah, but I still want to do it. <laughs> no, for me, like, I actually want... I like throwing up. Yeah. <laughs> I actually I want Half-Life 3 <laughs> to be a traditional game because I want, as Jesse says... I want to see what their innovation in traditional tech is, but I do mm-hmm. absolutely want to see another Half-Life VR game. I'd sort of like them to do, like, maybe the main chapters are in traditional, and each one, like, whatever the new version of the Gravity Gun and Source and, and physics-based rendering is, I want to see that in whatever Half-Life 3 is. Then I want to see, like, maybe Half-Life Barney, which would because that's what sort of like the original Half Life. What the purple dinosaur? No, yeah. Barney. The, that would be amazing. Barney the <laughs> security guard. You fool. No, no, no. We want the purple dinosaur <laughs> so everyone can clean up and do their share in VR. I mean, it, it it sounds like a good idea. It sounds like a good idea, not Barney the fucking purple dinosaur. But to have no, that you know, does sound a good idea. <laughs> no, to have traditional Half Life three and then have the equivalent of a blue shift or an opposing exactly. force in VR. Yeah. yeah because i want to see and what they, the <laughs> yeah i just want to see what like now i've seen what valve can do in vr like i know they're absolutely the right company to make like transformative vr experiences and so mm, i yeah. do want to see way more of those but also like i i still feel that like they've got something to offer normal games and also i do want people to be able to play it and obviously where we are at the moment i think they made absolutely the right choice to make alex in vr but i'd like someone else to be able like a wider proportion of people to be able to play half-life as well yeah. yeah i think a lot of people and it may be what i end up doing is we'll just end up watching this game on youtube yeah because they can't actually play it but we'll see i do definitely want to play it just because it just looks unique yeah, well yeah. you know what? when the office opens up again I'll, I'll i'll bring my rift s in and you can have a play oh, well we have we, we we have stuff in the office don't worry that's true <laughs> um <laughs> That's a good question. IGN underscore UK feedback, IGN.com. What game or series would people think would work well in VR? Like, given the Half-Life treatment, what game would you like to see in VR? Sonic. No, that sounds, that sounds terrible. You'd definitely throw up Sonic in yeah. VR. <laughs> I, I think... Uh... Apart from Barney the Dinosaur. How would a Barney the Dinosaur VR game Survival work? Survival Horror with Barney. Oh, exactly. God. Survival Horror. <laughs> Survival Horror. Like, Five Nights at Freddy with Barney the Dinosaur and his friends. Now, that's a treat. No, thank you. <laughs> a treat? Absolutely <laughs> no, thank Terrible. <laughs> well, let people, let us know. Um, so, while you guys have been enjoying the horrors of head crabs and no it's not quite a post-apocalypse but it's it's war torn yes. i have been having a lovely time in animal crossing still still playing oh, that are you it's so every good. day yeah uh this morning i haven't turned it on today yet, actually <gasps> but my uh residential services will be upgraded oh that's good so i'll, I'll get to see that i've got the second room in my house oh, i've got every fruit 
I've now got three, no, uh, five villager friends with me. Oh, so you're I've living got, the uh, life. Me, you're quite yeah, far ahead. I've then. got the original. Yeah, I'm doing well. Yeah, I know how to play this game. <laughs> yeah, don't test me. Uh, I've got Marcel. The dog. Mm-hmm. I believe he's a dog. Yeah. Um, sorry if he's not. He's he seems cool. Uh, he likes <laughs> he likes to be out and about. He's rarely indoors. Mm. Uh, so I'm envious. Um, <laughs> Marina the octopus. She's uh, very fun, if if not a little bit ditzy. Well, that's what that's but, you know, all right, isn't it? No, and uh, I'm not getting a lot from her. That's what I'm saying. She's nice enough, but I'm not getting a lot. She, so you want to use people when it comes to no, like, no, residents I'm of not, your island? I'm not getting a lot of good conversation from her. Fair enough. And she hasn't really given like she hasn't given me any gifts either, which is a little bit rude. I mean, have you given her any gifts? Have you like you know? I any believe I did. Her house or I gave like her that? a home. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a pretty great gift, actually. And I've got Tutu the bear. She seems very nice. That's, that's... Full of full of life and vigour. That's very pleasant, so, isn't uh, it? Matt, you look fairly bemused by all this. I, don't, I sort of don't get it. Like <laughs> that's, that's exactly how I felt before I started playing it, and now I absolutely love it. Um, so, Cardi, is this your first, is this is your first, first Animal Crossing? Animal Crossing. Mm. Yeah. Same here. I'm me. having a lovely time. I was on the fence about getting it, and I decided not to because a sort of like none of the Nintendo Directs had really convinced me, and Joe hadn't convinced me. And normally Joe's quite good at convincing me on stuff that I wouldn't typically play. <laughs> but I'm sort of I've got quite a lot of FOMO because everyone's talking about it. But also yeah. I'm quite pleased that I'm not playing it because for what seems to be supposed to be quite a relaxing game. There seems to be so mm. much stress on Twitter about people <laughs> trying to make sure that they're oh, keeping pace. Oh, there's no stress. Like, everybody just yeah, wants to I'll keep pace take... and not fall behind, and like, I don't want that. Nah, just play as you want to play it. I barely touched it yesterday, but... Mm. I, mean, yeah, that's, that's... I did a lot of fishing last night because it was raining, yeah. and I got, certainly got myself a couple of red snappers. So <laughs> that's... Laughing all the way to the bank. That's that's the weird thing with Animal Crossing, is that obviously you see on Twitter and online, and elsewhere that people are like you know uh putting their clocks forward on their switches to um, unlock stuff early and you know like duplicate items and stuff but i mean the way i've been playing is i guess how it's intended where you know you just you play day by day you don't forward your clock or anything like the first day when i started animal crossing you have to then wait the day after to get your home like yeah. actually built and don't time skip that's that takes away the whole point of the game it's meant yeah, to be and, casual and relaxing and that's the thing it is relaxing and i thought that would actually turn me off that you know, things are done, like, in real time with Animal Crossing, but then it actually gives you something to look forward to, because, you know, you do what you can in one day, and then it's like, oh, you know, my museum is being built the next day, or I know that tomorrow that this event is happening. And it's just is a nice little relaxing thing to look forward to. Mm. I've got so many fossils. Uh, yesterday, got myself a lovely little bit of coprolite. <laughs> uh, does everyone know what coprolite is? No. no. Can you, it's can just you fossilized me? poo. Oh, oh that's good. So, there we go there we go that was a treat uh, I mm. got a triceratops skull as well I think and I think a triceratops might be my favourite dinosaur so. yeah you just... got a favourite dinosaur not Barney <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> what an animal crossing or just imagine if life. I got a fossilised Barney the dinosaur <laughs> that would be disgusting just purple bones yeah um, but outside of you know <laughs> how much relaxing fun we're having with animal crossing what's, what made you make new horizons the first animal crossing you wanted to play like um, what convinced you to get it 
got a lot of time on my hands these days. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Like, so. <laughs> that, that's, that's the thing. It's the perfect time to play this game. It came out at the yeah. perfect yeah. time because we're all at home and it's actually, mm. it's a really nice escape from all the yeah. bullshit I've that's always happening. I've wanted to play one. People I know have always liked them. I just never owned a 3DS, so I mm. didn't play New Leaf. Right, uh, fair enough. So yeah, I missed that one. That was yeah. the one people I knew were playing, and yeah, I'm in now. And yeah, I just love, I just like visiting people, giving them a bit of fruit. It makes me feel good. <laughs> I, 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 sir, I just love giving gifts to people, and yeah, you know, I try and do that daily. I don't know about you, I try and brighten up people's lives, <laughs> and I mean, that's someone say something, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I'm about to say, it's it's the cooperative aspect of the game. If you're if you don't have like you know your Nintendo online subscription, you're missing out on a huge portion of the game, which is you know visiting mm-hmm. other people's islands, like trading things and stuff. Like, I never thought I'd get excited about the fact that I can go to my mate's island and get some pears, so I know I could plant them in my island mm. and stuff. Because and I I hate pears in real life as well. They're probably my least favorite fruit. Well, so. I can't trust but you they anymore. make me a tidy profit, so I'm having a good time. Yeah. Is there a better thrill at the moment in my life than seeing <laughs> the silhouette of a present and a balloon hover over my island? I don't it think there is. It is very exciting. For, other than get when, that slingshot out. Yeah, but then I did that the other day, and then my present fell into the water, so I missed uh, that entirely. I did that so once. I feel like a prick. Yeah, yeah that is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> well, other than that, well, it's a supremely relaxing game. It's very nice, and it is the perfect game to play if you're watching some tv yeah and god knows do we have a lot of time to watch tv <laughs> as well so outside of when we're working because we're all working yeah. very hard yes yes <laughs> um let's kick off with some things we've been watching on tv some Ooh. recommendations maybe i'm kicking off with the obvious one and i think dale's gonna help me out with this one because i haven't seen anything like this in a while let's go after tiger know, king yeah. on netflix Ooh. Oh yeah! I just <laughs> introed that like I was going to roll the trailer or something. Not <laughs> yeah. doing that. Um, <laughs> if you don't know what the Tiger King is, it's a seven-part Netflix documentary. They're about forty, forty-five minutes each, I think. Jesus! And it's mm-hmm. kind of imagine making a murderer, but done by Louis Farou. <laughs> it's kind <laughs> of got that sort of vibe to it. It's it's the Netflix documentary style of talking heads and. It looks amazing Cliff. and it's well produced. There's always but, a cliffhanger at the yeah, end of every episode. It, it's and fun. it's got this sort of dark underlying story at times. At times it's just laughable. But it's also got the most bizarre set of characters I've seen in a documentary probably since King of Kong. And that is yeah. one of my favourite <laughs> documentaries as well. Because so I saw the trailer got, for this uh, last night and I thought it was yeah. like one of those fake scripted like mockumentary things and no, it turns it, out to be entirely real. That's the thing. So it's about... So the Tiger King is this man called Joe Exotic <laughs> who was featured <laughs> who was featured in a Louis Fru documentary about yeah. big cats a while ago. Right, okay. And it's he about... Also, he says his name's... Joe Exotic. He has about four different names. Yeah, I know. It's mad. (laughs) That's what he goes by. He is the Tiger King. And it's his story. And I'm not, I don't want to spoil it because there's lots of different ways it goes. It it goes up and down and twists and turns. Mm. But it's basically. Has he done any story as well? No, there's so many different people. It's like, for me, there's like, there's three main characters. And it feels like the first three episodes, it's like each episode kind of focuses on one character. Maybe not the first episode, but mm. the subsequent ones do. And then it kind of like 
builds them all together as well. Yeah. And then there's there's certain episodes where the person you're supposed to think is likable, they'll have one episode where you actually make they'll make you hate oh, them in everyone really and twist in, it. It's like everyone yeah. in this program has something wrong with them. And yes. <laughs> they're often in hilarious ways. Yeah. Sometimes in very much not. But um it's kind of just I mean, is it a bit of at a at the piss same take time? Around? Everything seems so far fetched and unbelievable in it, but I also wouldn't put it past anyone in that program to have done all the things they say they've done. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's worth explaining Joe Exotic a little bit more as well. So yeah, he's, like, he, he's an extreme <laughs> narcissist. <laughs> like, yeah. he, he's a man. He desperately man. wants to be famous. I think really. this is set in and, Oklahoma. I think just to get you an idea of the sort yeah. of area of the world we're talking about and he, he starts off this zoo with all like good intentions and he seemed to care about it for a while but then clearly we're at a point in his life now where all he cares about is being famous mm. and he tries several ways of achieving and that my well. word is he trying to be a pop star oh yeah <laughs> oh, those are some of the best there's one scene in particular which at one is part heartbreaking part i can't believe i'm watching this <laughs> <laughs> and I think Dale will know this. Like he decides to sing a song at a time when a song did not need to be sung. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> and I, uh, I think it's like in the fifth or sixth episode. But so the best thing about his music stuff is he's done so many songs that they always have a song for every moment. Every yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And whatever he's, mood is reflected, he's songs. got a song for it. I'm definitely <laughs> so... playing his hit. I saw a tiger at the end of this episode. <laughs> I like the hair kitty kitty. I should say that one. Uh, I, I need nah. to check. I need to check if he's on Spotify. Then need to listen well, to some of these tracks. What you should do, though, I don't want to explain too much because if you don't know about him or his story, yeah. just watch the documentary. Don't right. get it ruined for you. I think from what there's from, also go ahead. Go on, Jesse. Oh no! From what I but saw, there's also <laughs> this is what happens when it's over the internet. You know what, Dale? You go, go on, ahead. Jesse. I'm not going to say anything. Okay, right. So there's there's also a couple of like absolutely incredible moments where you see see like real life reactions to things there's yeah. one there's a there's a traumatic scene where you see that play out in real time and it's it's just captivating it's That's just a, unbelievable it has scene. every genre of thing in it it's <laughs> yeah it's unbelievable that's what i was gonna ask that bit as Come on, is it? Can ask you oh, thanks, mate. Um, is, is it? Is it a piss take throughout, or are there some like really no. serious, uncomfortable moments? Oh, there's like, genuine. There's there's those. Yeah. It's not yeah. really. I don't think they've. They didn't go into making this to take the piss out of him. He yeah. does that himself. There's there's no like you know that, you know that you know that cat documentary on Netflix. There's no like moments like that. Is no, there? it's not as serious as that. Okay, there's cool. there's other people making fun of him, and then also other people making fun of other people because they are a lot of ridiculous people who do ridiculous things. Yeah, mm. uh, but there's but then there's like moments where there's. I'm not going to say what it is, but there's the, a moment where the documentary crew tell one of the characters on camera something that he didn't know, and you see his like real reaction, Ooh. and he just couldn't believe it at that moment. Yeah. There's some absolutely like fantastic moments like that, but then there's also that's mixed with all these wacky things of yeah. him doing his own songs. And there's about eight people trying to all backstab each other and try and get away with it. Oh, it's just <laughs> this sounds. I just mad. want to watch it again. I, it's it's so good. Um, I've also restarted watching The Wire. Just because that's a good program, isn't it? Is it because you don't know the way down the hole? I am. I am feeling a bit like that. <laughs> Matt, very good. Um, I'm also really desperate for some heroin. 
no. <laughs> All right. You can't tell um, that's a joke. What season are you on? Shed. <laughs> I'm only on season one. I'm like six episodes. Oh, that's good. So I'm isn't starting it? from the start again. Oh, did it's you, so good. Did you say that was your favourite show or was it Mad Men? No, Mad Men is The Wire oh, okay. is like in the top ten somewhere. But it's right, been a while enough. since I watched The Wire, and I can't. I can remember season one and two very well. I can't remember the last three as well, so I'm looking forward to getting to those as well. Right, fair enough. No, because I haven't actually seen The Wire. Um, Matt, Dale, have you guys watched The Wire before? Because I haven't yeah, actually I'm seen a, it before. I'm a big fan of The Wire. Dale? Right, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. I watched it all um, quite a while ago now, actually, so I barely remember it, to be honest. When it was first on TV, I, I kind of watched it all. Mm. And um, it's, it's, it's a very good show, but is it Cardi? You're right there, mate. Yeah, 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 you, yeah you went yeah. a bit staticky for yeah. a moment, but now you're back. I think my thing froze for about 20 seconds. <laughs> oh, now you're muted <laughs> as well. Okay. You know what? Good fun. Good fun. All what are we talking about? Online. I think we're... <laughs> Where are we? What are we doing? <laughs> we're breaking down the wire for Jesse. Oh, it's... Yeah, it's, it's just... It's just a very well-written... Probably the best police show. Well, I'd probably. say it's... I'd, I'd, I'd class it more as it's a crime show because it it's not mm-hmm. just about the police, it's about the, the criminals as well. Yeah, but the you criminals, see both sides. Yeah, the criminals yeah. are not portrayed as... I mean, some of them are just horrendous mm. crime lords, but it yeah. is, it's to emphasise that like a lot of people fall into crime because of the situation they're in, because yeah. of the way that the I'd city treats say, them. Yeah, mm. it's second to The Sopranos as crime shows to me, but they're sort of different vibes, yeah. really. Mm-hmm. But they're both just... HBO um, know what like they're doing, I would just like to point out that I can no longer uh, hear that's my <laughs> um, <input>. Cardi. <laughs> Anyone else been watching anything? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, I've been watching a few things. Uh, Jesse, could you still not hear Cardi? <laughs> no, I can't. But you know what? I'll oh, just, I can't I'll hear just have to talk to you two and just what watch shame. Cardi's I'm, face as he talks. I'm going to have a, have a chat then. So, um, first of all, yeah, go on then. Uh, should point out that uh, Knives Out is out on digital now and it's coming out on Blu ray fairly soon. That's something you should definitely be watching. Absolutely. It's a good film. But I've been. Watching... I enjoyed it. Yeah. We watched it together. We did. Yeah, good fun. Yeah, good fun. Um, but also, I've been watching a uh, a comedy on Channel Four called Feel Good, uh, which is really. I've really not good. heard of this. Yeah, so it's um. Do you know uh, the Canadian comedian May Martin? I've heard the name, but right. I'm not familiar. So, so she. It, so it's basically it's a bit autobiographical, and it's slightly to a degree. I'd say it's a little bit like Channel Four's Fleabag, but. I think it feels like it's less Fleabag can feel mm. a bit sort of like overly I don't know there was something about Fleabag that I didn't get fully on with whereas Feel Good I get on with a lot better but it's basically um, it's about it, it, it's sort of like I guess a gay romance sort of thing but very very funny about it in a weirdly honest way because basically Mae Martin is like an ex-drug addict um, so it's sort of like her character is based around those struggles but the way that it sort of like sets up this sort of storyline it feels like incredibly honest in a way which means that the characters feel so fully fleshed out in like a single episode that like it's really really easy to get on board with them and I don't sort of like it, okay. it, it's such a plot based and character based thing I wouldn't want to explain any more than that but I feel like if you want something that's just genuinely sort of like character-led and fulfilling like that is a really good very funny sort of way to spend what three hours does 
that mean I have to use the Channel 4 app, though? Because that is so, a disgrace. Yeah. Ugh, such a bad app. You could watch Better Call Saul, though, if you don't want to watch that. That's on Netflix. That's a better better service. I did kind of tune that out about true. season Have you been one. watching that, then? Yeah, yeah, I've been watching. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I still only watched season one of that. I enjoyed it, and for some reason I just haven't caught up. Oh, God. I will. So season one is good of Better Call Saul, but like season three is incredible. But we're on like five now. Um, we're getting, mm. we're definitely getting to the point where like, he, so he's changed now. He's not Jimmy anymore. Like he's definitely Saul Goodman, and he's gone. I think it's the interesting thing because it follows Breaking Bad in the similar sort of peaks and trough in that like it starts with a character that's quite sympathetic, and he's now at a point where it's like, okay, you're definitely a bit of a scumbag now, and it's. Yeah, he he's kind of come over the hill a little bit now. So like all of the are things you that he's one doing. of these? Are you one of the people that thinks it's better than Breaking Bad? Because there are people out there. Uh, I don't think it is. I think it's it's similarly got all the it's got all the elements that make Breaking Bad very good, but because mm-hmm. it follows a similar like character thread, like it is sort of like watching him become more adventurous, more risky playing more mm-hmm. like pranks not pranks but sort of schemes that will get people hurt and sort of watching okay. that descent is it's a little bit like i have already seen like walter white do this but seeing it from jimmy's perspective because there are some really really good characters in in better call Saul. like i think kim like his partner is is like one of the best characters that that show has created and like she's Ooh. as good as anything that was in breaking bad but in general, I think like because you are watching a similar sort of template, that Breaking Bad still has the edge. Well, if you haven't got TV to watch, why not do a quiz? Here's a quiz. Inside, it's a UK IGN crew. Yeah, 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 and ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you. Inside, I've got a question for you. What's at the DJ? We're coming through. Yeah, yeah, and ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you. Inside, I've got a question for you. In the search. Matt, I believe you've got an endless search for us. Uh, I have, yes. It's been sent in from... Who was this from? This was from Alexander Fisher. And it is an Animal mm. Crossing-themed quiz. How fitting. Exactly, right? It's it's actually quite different from the sort of stuff that we'd normally have on the, uh, on the endless search. So consider this a testing ground. Okay. So it's called Monster Crossing... And it's all about trying to guess a classic movie monster from some dialogue said by an Animal Crossing character. <laughs> oh, how I like it! It's, it's a bit out there, but I'm into exactly. it. Yeah. So, so it, does Barney the dinosaur count as a classic movie monster? I mean, he's what not one of the answers, but yes, oh. it might be. So, basically, imagine you are an Animal Crossing character, and you've come up, and you're talking to a character. I'm going to say mm-hmm. what? I'm going to read out their lines as written by Alexander. And you've got to guess what classic monster they are. Right, okay. Okay. So there are five of them. So obviously, whoever gets the most points wins. Monster one. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, typically I'd imagine an Animal Crossing character would just go... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine that coming up. But the text on screen is... (laughs) Ooh, ah, take a look at this blondie. It's a letter from you. It makes me so happy sometimes I pull it out just to read it again. Any idea? Sorry? <laughs> so, 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 
uh, I'm guessing in Animal Crossing, does it bold certain words that are important yes. for the conversation? Uh, yeah, yeah. So in so. this, it, Blondie is the key thing. So take mm. a look at is this Is it Blondie. King Kong? Well done, Simon. Yeah, I was going to say. There we go. That's the problem in, in horror media. Like, female protagonist is usually blonde for some reason. <laughs> so, like, the, all, the, the... Fay Ray comes to mind, though. It should always mm. be the first one that comes to mind. <laughs> well, I've learned something new. So each one go. of the monsters has three dialogue options. So the other one would have been, I feel like singing New York's town tunes. <laughs> singing that tune <laughs> makes go. me feel alive. And then the other one is, have you heard the rumour? If I understand it right, people think Donkey and I are cousins somehow. Oh, right, okay. There we go. There we go. I, I get it now. I yeah. get it. So, Monster 2. I see you're off to save the galaxy from evil yet again. I'll be cheering for you. Um, Invader of the Body Snatchers, is that, is that what the film's called? Whatever monster that is. Uh, the uh, galaxy. Hmm. Oh, Alien? No. Thanos? Is he a movie <laughs> monster? Classic movie <laughs> monster, Thanos. <laughs> uh, I don't know. So this one. Next one. Okay, next one. I wonder what Jabba and the General would say about uh, their relationship. They seem to spend a lot of time arguing with each other. That sort of thing would wear me out. Jabba the Rancor? Hearts. Yes. Cardi. The Damn Rancor. It. The Rancor. The last one. I love a good Rancor, me. <laughs> the last one. This. I was very disappointed that in Jedi Fallen Order there wasn't a Rancor to kill. Yeah, I'm surprised. There is one in uh, the, the Vader Immortal VR game. That's there is. Mildly that's fun to play at. Yep. <laughs> uh, Monster 3. It's amazing when you find... Sorry. It's amazing what you find when you clean your room. When I saw this egg, I thought of you. Enjoy it, <laughs> Miss Eight. Alien. Would that be a xenomorph? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give that to Jesse because he said alien yeah. first. Oh, but alien's you. a very general term. Well, everyone knows what you <laughs> mean when you say alien and egg, so don't be a, a pisser. <laughs> okay. Still time for, 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 you know, anyone could take it. Monster 4. Some people are so inconsiderate. Don't you just hate it when someone digging wakes you from a deep sleep? Oh, um, Dracula? No. War of the Worlds? No. Um, From a deep sleep, yeah. Frankenstein? (laughs) No. Super 8. (laughs) What? (laughs) Okay. That one was underground, wasn't it? Next next dialogue line is, The other night, I went to one of K.K. Slider's shows and requested the Morgoth Mamba, and he performed it. It was amazing to hear it done live. Uh, I feel like I should know what a Morgoth is. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I'm, surpri- I'm surprised Jesse doesn't. I'm actually quite disappointed that Jesse doesn't. Oh, all right, mate. Fucking oh. hell. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What do you like that I don't? No, I think you do like it as well, Cardi, but I've spoken uh, to Jesse more about it than you. Morgoth. It does ring a bell, a Morgoth. Okay. Uh, For- oh, wait. I keep thinking of the um, time machine. What are they called? No, that's They're the Murlocs. Like, no, Murlocs. That's are, it. No, that's no Morlocks is you're, you're not Morlocks. This yeah, is just this it. is just a guess, and I wouldn't consider them monsters. Is it, is it the Black Riders from Lord of the Rings? No. Okay. Shit. Final one. <laughs> hey, Beardy, did you see the town's new bridge? I can't wait to pass across it. Oh, that that seems even harder than the ones before. Um, is that just a troll? What? Is <laughs> <laughs> that just a bridge? Uh, the town's new bridge. See, I'm. I've is got. It, I've got this in my head that it's like classic is it an, movie monsters. It, is it an Urukai? 
So, like, both of you have just said the right film. You've not caught the right uh, film. Oh, is it um, Gollum? Is it Shelob? No. What Think the about fuck? Shelob? Right, here uh, we go. Uh, I'm going to break it down. So, the first dialogue, troll. don't you hate it when someone digging wakes you from a deep sleep? Which fucking Lord of the Rings monster was awoken by people digging? Oh, fucking, um, oh, don't fucking say it. Cave the one troll? Who, no, the one who kills Gandalf. No. I basically have the answer. Um, it's I, fucking... Oh, oh Mate, give it to me right now. Balrog. Yeah, yes, Cardi. I deserve that point. <laughs> Jesus. Fucking oh, hell. That was painful, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if either of you really get it. Technically, Cardi said the word. But I, I had it first in my head, but you know what? I, I'm, we needed a lot of help there. Yeah. <laughs> right. Final one. It's hard not to get excited about the upcoming holidays, including Sacrifice Day. Sacrifice <laughs> Day. Um. Um. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of things that like sacrifices. <laughs> I do um, think this is, that- is the hardest one. Is that Dracula? No. Do people mm. sacrifice people to Dracula? He kind of, you don't. He kind of sacrifices people, I suppose, when yeah. he bites them. Kind no, of. They, nobody's been offered. They're not. It. Yeah. Like, Mina Harker doesn't offer herself. Like it's not offered by her no. dad. That's true. Um, okay. Next one. I don't You're wanna, not wrong. <laughs> I don't want to have to live in a world where I have to eat sugar-free princesses. Princesses. Sugar free. Bowser. No, I'm joking. No. <laughs> um, I admittedly do think this is the hardest one, and there, I don't know. There's a word that I would have included in these, but it's just not there. Right, Sugar okay. free princesses. Yeah. What uh, does that mean? <laughs> well, it's, I mean? It's obvious that they sacrifice princesses to said monster, right? Yeah. I'm trying to think of I, what. No, nothing's coming is. to mind, to okay. be honest. Okay, final one. What's this? A gift for me. Oh, a severed head with a snake hair. Seems a bit far-fetched, but I'm going to stick with it. Medusa? What? So... Well, that is... (laughs) Yeah, that's that's... exactly going to mind, but it can't be that. Uh... Um... Alright, what... Is it an ancient Greek monster? What ancient Greek monster was the head... Hydra. ...of the Gorgon... Given due to defeat it. <laughs> Jesus. Fucking hell, this ain't working out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Minotaur? No. No. You know, just let, uh, let Cardi win. I, I'm just uh, going to force Cerberus. Right no. Um, go for them all. <laughs> oh, the Titans. <laughs> I mean, it is, it, it is one of the, the monsters in Clash of the Titans. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's it's the Kraken. The big lava one. Oh, the the Kraken. Kraken. There we go. Did I just get Krakened? Uh, (laughs) I'm speechless right now. Alexander, I tried. It was good fun. I like it. It was was a different approach to it, and that's what I enjoyed. I like anyone who's feeling creative. So that's what I say. Uh, Have we got any good creative feedback, though? I believe, Matt, you're first up. Am I? Let's have a look. What have I got Ooh, here? This yes. is from Jack Alaric Scott. And he says, Hi, Ooh. great podcast. Thanks for recording during this weird time. It's the only thing that's keeping me sane. Something so. to do, isn't it? Something yeah. to do. 
Not a question related <laughs> to a previous podcast. As most people are under lockdown for hopefully a shortish amount of time, what would you recommend as some quarantine watching, reading, etc.? Uh, something that isn't the road would be preferable. <laughs> the road is very good, though. Is he looking for something um, light-hearted, then? I don't know. Well, I would say, if you're looking for TV, we mentioned a few things there, if you haven't watched The Tiger King, if you haven't watched Better Call Saul. Mm. I would say, if you're looking for one subscription, if you don't have it already, get Now TV, because you get The Wire, you get The Sopranos, you get Bullwark Empire, you get Kirby Infuse, and you're getting a lot of the best shows ever made and I don't think a lot of people have now TV but that's where you get all your HBO mm. yeah, mm. yeah <laughs> in terms of reading it? yeah the thing is books a lot I realised this when we talked about books a few weeks ago like half of my favourite books are about some sort of post-apocalyptic thing <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know if I'm the right person yeah so one of my favourite books is uh, is a book called Station Eleven, which I did realise actually starts with a massive kind of flu pandemic. <laughs> awesome. <It's> like, <laughs> so definitely read that. Maybe a year after all of this shit has happened. Yeah, yeah. To look back on the good times. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Jesse, feedback. Yeah, I, I got it from a uh, Paul Walker. He says, "Dear IG, sorry, pa- Paul Walker. He's back. Yeah, that that fella." Um, he says, Dear IGN UK, this is Paul. <laughs> Doesn't get the reference at no. all there. But you know what? For- oh, wait, now I do. Can- Shit. Jesse, okay. can you make sure that you read this out fast and furiously? Yes, I understood it oh, immediately. But I just didn't want to bring up someone or whatever. Fuck it. This is what Paul... What's is- going on here? Listen, I'm just, I'm just going ahead. This is what Paul says. He says, this is Paul from Pittsburgh. I just wanted to email Yins and let you know that episode four of Never Have I Ever Played The Last of Us spoke to me. Um, That's what we're trying to do with these. Speak um, to people. Yeah, obviously. Uh, not only am I a sofa freak, but I also add up numbers found in real <laughs> I don't life. Know what that reference is. <laughs> Was it me or Joe's a sofa freak? I don't know. I mean, both of you sitting on the sofa, so it makes sense. Um, but yeah, he got. He goes on to say, not only do I add up numbers found in real life, but it's not something <laughs> mad like whole numbers. Instead, it's the number nine, something much more sane. Okay. Um, he says. So I think that relates to. I said I do this weird thing, like if I'm sitting on a tube, uh, like if I see, yeah, if I see like a series of numbers, like the serial code for the carriage, <laughs> I'll just start adding them all up and see if it comes to a round number like twenty or What's thirty. Right. <laughs> just be normal. Listen to I an audio or off. something. I can't turn my brain off. But Paul Walker from Not the Fast and Furious, he says he has a question for us, and it's an important one. Which version of Football yes. Manager should I buy to pass the time? I want as many features as possible. Switch or iPad? What are the differences? Can I even get it on the iPad? I hope so. Mm. I could probably do some research, but I prefer Yin's talking about Football Manager more. <laughs> Cheers. P.S. I wrote this month back, but forgot about it in my draft folder. But thanks to quarantine and boredom, I found it. Um, that's, It's good we have Dale here. Yeah. Uh, two-thirds of the Hello. firm to talk Football Manager <laughs> briefly. Um, I... But if it's between, I'd always go for the full he didn't, version. He didn't ask for that on PC or Mac. But if it's between iPad, exactly. If it's between iPad or Switch, I would say iPad just because it's a lot easier. Like you get a bigger screen and typing is just a lot easier. Like it's quite annoying using yeah. analog sticks to play yeah. that game. Um, I'd I say. The, I mean, mm. the iPad version and the Switch one are the same version, right? They're the touch one. Yeah, I think so they're both iPad, touch. Yeah, that's probably a better battery life as well. So, 
You probably better. And, and, and yep. football managers all about and a better screen probably. So you need that battery life. So I'd say the iPad is out of his yeah. options is the best one. Yeah, but you could put the Switch onto your TV if you want to play it on TV. Although it doesn't look great blown up from the Switch on TV, is what I found. Uh, but yeah, there we go. A little bit of football manager in case people are missing it. Uh, I've got one p- last piece of feedback remember if you want to send in feedback it's IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com let us know your, what world you want to visit in VR let's do that uh, and as usual always up for pick a mix talk so I've got one here from Tom Meadows <laughs> says Duck Hunt Great. come on guys Duck join hunt. in hey. <laughs> yes <laughs> Hope everyone is healthy and well. I I think we're coping. I think we are. I hope everyone out there is as well. It says, I used to work in a cinema and did the weekly stock count and reorder. I would like to point out the white chocolate buttons with sprinkles were called snowies. The milk chocolate ones were called jazzies. So actually, I used to... That is true, but I think some places do just call the white one white jazzies and not snowies. Mm. The simplicity... But, yeah, or just but because Snowy's is a nice name. I like, I like, mm. I like Jazzy's better. Yeah. Like, do you? Yeah, well, because because mm. even a Snowy is still quite Jazzy because there's multiple colours. <laughs> That's bloody hell! Doesn't matter what they're called. Which do you prefer? Them in your gob and you enjoy. Them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I like, I like, I like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like having, I like having a taste of some juicy lips. Those are my favourite. They're quite nice. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> And you're a pervert. <laughs> also, so <do> you, mate. <laughs> what? Uh, it's, Tom also says they're a banging little way to change up a heavily jelly-based selection. That is true. Mm. Thanks for getting an episode out through isolation. We all appreciate it on the Facebook group. That is true. We enjoy doing it. Yeah, it's a nice way. It's a nice way just to talk to each other. Yeah, it's always nice to catch off, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. You and your lips. Yep. Remember IGN underscore... Oh, I've forgotten. IGN underscore UK feedback IGN.com for your virtuality games. And I want another pitch. What would be your dream Barney the Dinosaur game? <laughs> How would you make this work? <sighs> Jesus. I want pitches. I don't Great. want this to be a thing, Cardi. Yeah, I next do. podcast it's is going to be well thing. fun. This is what isolation does to the mind. <laughs> Juicy Lips and Barney. Well, I think Jen, you got anything Jesse to say there, Dale? With the title of the episode, you piping up? It? Juicy Lips and Barney. <laughs> what was? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. And a picture of my shed is upon now. What a treat for everyone. Uh, this has been nice. Yeah. Uh, I might have some lunch. Crack Good on. for Crack you, on, mate. Lad. Crack on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Bye. Right. Bye. See you later. Bye. Yeah, bye. Tell all the hunters to lay down their guns. Tell them that the tiger needs a little bit of love. Let them run the jungle. Let them roam their land. Then stand back and marvel. What a beautiful. Cause I saw a tiger Now I understand I saw a tiger Tiger saw